Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Today's show is something that, uh, well, I think you will find special. I think you will find this valuable. I think you will find this, well, intriguing at worst and extremely valuable at best. So I teach, I challenge, and I'm hungry to learn more. Today, we're going to talk about premium options. This is a podcast for business owners, sales professionals, marketing professionals, anybody that has anything to do with getting a product or service into the hands of a potential customer. So we're going to talk a lot about the psychology of buying. We're going to talk about the, well, the opportunities that far too many companies, well, they just don't exploit. This is a way to make more money doing something that I think has been proven over and over in the business world. Yet it blows my mind how many small to medium-sized businesses are not taking advantage of this opportunity to make more money. So today we're going to talk about adding premium options for customers. And I know what you might be thinking. We already know what our customers want. But do you? Do you know what they're willing to spend for something that may have more value? So stick with me until the end. You don't want to miss the ending of this podcast. So organizations and customers are rarely on the same page regarding value. And this type of value we call utility. And they are often vastly apart when it comes to cost. And there are different perceptions on both sides of any purchase. Sellers tend to equate the size of a customer's wallet with their own. In other words, they think if if they wouldn't spend that type of money for a product or service, their customers would not. Buyers, on the other hand, buy for reasons other than price more often than sellers realize. For example, buyers often opt for convenience over price. And finally, the difference, the delta, in price between two competing options is highly subjective in any non-commodity market. So guess what? Pricing is often a function of cost to acquire plus a reasonable a reasonable margin at best. And at worst, it's just a subjective guess based on poor market feedback. The psychology of buying itself is so interesting. It's fascinating to me. Because perceived value can merely be a function of marketing or packaging strategy. Here's an example. Wholesome, fresh foods sound better than plain foods. And a price one person is not willing to pay is not even an issue for someone else. It is so complicated. Now, the best strategy to maximize your opportunity amidst so much subjectivity is adding more options for the buyer. However, too many 
choices can increase mental friction for the buyer and it makes it counterproductive. Now, I recommend three alternatives to ease the cognitive load with your buyers. Today, we're going to talk about one of these options. I call this the premium option. And here's why. Far too few businesses are exploiting this opportunity with customers. I mean, they sell a standard product at a stock price that is either negotiated or not. And in my humble opinion, this strategy is a big mistake or a missed opportunity, depending on how you look at reality. And after working with many sales professionals, I have discovered sales professionals give up far more value than necessary only because it is easier to do so. They take the easy path. And most companies do not even test for customer pricing thresholds. That's what the customer is willing to pay. Nor do they attempt to determine the JND, just noticeable difference for customers to notice. JND is variability in pricing or value that the customer will see. If they won't notice it, then it's not a just noticeable difference. And here's an example. Unless someone buys the same lunch at a fast food chain regularly, they are unlikely to notice a small price change. It is just not a JND. And similarly, food providers can shrink the amount of food while maintaining the same price with creative packaging. So the most effective method for maximizing this variability to your benefit is to have a premium option and test your customer's pricing tolerance. No two customers are the same, yet we sell to markets as if they were precisely the same. Here's an example. Your wife sends you to the store for a feminine product. (laughs) Been there, done that. And if you're like most men, you have very little depth of knowledge with these products. You have three choices when you get to the store. A bargain brand, a traditional brand, and a premium brand. And the less product knowledge you have, the more likely you are to buy a premium brand because you lack intimate details about the value of the products. In other words, if she didn't specify, you do not want to take a chance or get this purchase wrong. In your mind, the premium price difference is worth your convenience and her satisfaction. Wow. To exploit market potential and actually test pricing thresholds, I believe most, if not all, businesses should have a premium option. And get this, the difference between standard and premium options can be literal and subjective depending on your comfort level as the seller. We all know the example of orange juice, pulp or no pulp. That is a literal difference. Cleaner versus extra powerful cleaner, well, that's just a little bit more personal. I was cooking some uh, breakfast this morning and I noticed on the... uh, 
spices that I use, there was a label right above the contents. It said extra fancy. That's just subjective. And we already experienced this strategy in consumer products. However, this is the question I have for you. This is the, this is what I want you to leave with. Whether this strategy is fungible. Fungible means it, it works with all products or services. And I want you to think about your own offerings. Can you apply this strategy or are you already doing it and finding success? Because I believe this option is fungible for anything that is not truly a commodity in the minds of most customers. So when added to your current options, premium options are merely another choice for the buyer. And here's the facts. Discerning buyers, well, they will put in the work to examine the buying proposition and decide. However, the big however, I believe most buyers will not consume the mental calories to make a more informed decision. It's just too much work. And the price difference is not worth the mental effort. They are afraid of taking a chance by buying a subpar product. And again, the food and beverage segment is really good at this strategy. I mean, you can see the same product in different containers or the same products in pre-cut form. These are both premium options. My brother worked at a uh, food place in high school that manufactured food products. And I'll never forget it. He said the very same product goes into bargain buster or premium containers. It's the same product. So how can you apply the same approach to your business? How can you add a premium option to enhance your margins? Now let's pause. There are ethical considerations to consider. I mean, if we are selling perceived value instead of actual, is this unethical? So the short answer is yes and no. However, we will table that debate for another opportunity in the future because we already buy products each day based on perceived rather than actual value. We already do it. So let's get back to the question. What premium options can you add to your current offering? What can you change about or add to your current offerings? And will they warrant a premium price in the minds of some, not necessarily all, of your customers? Sophisticated companies and markets are already doing this now. But I believe far too many small to medium-sized businesses are not exploiting this tremendous opportunity. Premium products and services are a potential windfall for customers that do not have this option. And like beauty, value is in the mind of the beholder. If you believe a particular product is more valuable, well, it is for you. It may even be more useful for you. Too many businesses are negotiating with customers between the standard option and a discount. They're not having a conversation with the customer between the stock option and the premium option. 
And what does that mean? Skilled sales professionals sell value. Poorly trained salespeople are discussing discounts. That's right. Skilled professionals sell value. Poorly trained salespeople are discussing discounts. And when you as a business owner or executive choose to place your business at the upper end of the value conversation instead of the lower, well, that itself is a strategy. Now, consider a Likert scale of one to five. A Likert scale is where you rate something on a scale of one to five, named after a gentleman named Likert. So on that scale, I want you to imagine this in your mind. One or two on the five-point Likert scale is the discount option. Three is the standard option. Four to five is the premium option. So what I'm telling you is you want to have your sales professionals having conversations above the standard option in the premium value option. And the only way to do that is to have premium products, premium options. And this is not just me saying this. In behavioral psychology, different product offerings can serve as a gentle nudge toward your optimal choice simply by how you position the premium option in your marketing campaigns. I mean, think about this. We don't want to take a chance. So if we can spread the consideration beyond a standard option and a discount, then we are expanding the thinking of the buyer. And the more a potential customer hears and sees regarding the premium messaging, the more likely they start to agree with your message because you created a contrasted reality. You actually reached into their brains and stretched their reality regarding your products. And there are more products to consider and you have expanded their minds regarding your product's value. You're making them rethink the value proposition in their mind. And Again, nobody wants to take a chance and get sub-quality or sub-value. And remember, again, more than three options begins to increase their mental friction, thereby having a decrease in efficacy. There's a store in my hometown that sells energy drinks. And when you look at their menu, there are probably a hundred choices to make. And what I told them, I said, "If, if it were me, I would take that 100 and at the top of the list, I would add the three most popular flavors. That way they are decreasing the mental calorie burn required to actually buy their product. Now someone can still go down and look amongst the hundred, but if there's the three top flavors, someone can say, give me option number two. It seems to be most popular. And by the way, you could even have your premium options with more value. You could charge more for the premium options. So I'm curious. I want to know what you think about this. You can reach me at www.johngrubs.com. There are tons of information sources for you there. You can go to my YouTube channel. You can... Uh, follow my weekly blog. You can even download a free 
book. That's right. Since you are giving me the most valuable gift that one person can give another, you're giving me the gift of your time. And I take that very seriously. So for you giving me your time, I will give you a free book at www.johngrubs.com. You can download it as a Kindle file or you can download it as uh, a PDF. It's, It's just your choice. So let's start to wrap this up. Premium options. Options above the standard option are a pathway to value conversations that negate the tendency to talk about standard options and discounts. You don't want your salespeople talking about the standard option and the discount. One or two on the Likert scale. That's not where you want their conversation to be. The standard option is three. You want to have your salespeople having conversations at the number four or five on the Likert scale. Because having a premium option changes the story you share with your customers. And here's the best part. It empowers your sales team to have different conversations. And there's tons of examples of this. When showing homes, I think it's very effective if a well, a realtor will, sh- let's say that, that the buyer has a budget of $400,000 and the realtor shows them a home that is above their target at $500,000. Well, I think that gives the realtor some power in getting them to stretch their budget or at least buy at the high end of their budget rather than the low end. Selling cars, no different. Show them three options. The premium option, the standard option, and the discount option. That mind trick will spread their mental realization about the purchase they are making. And this can also work in industrial products. Having a premium option can be sold based on the story that they are more reliable. That there's been extra effort put into these products to make them more valuable for the buyer. Because here's the thing. Having a broader value range, well, it increases your ability to protect and enhance your precious profit margins. And the the outcome is you get to make more money for your business. So if you offer standard products or services, give strong consideration to adding premium options. I believe you will be surprised by the response from your customers. I think you will find opportunity in your current business that was there all along, but you couldn't see because you did not have a premium option, a premium choice for your buyers to make. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others. I mean, we have listeners on every continent listening to this podcast that, well, just It just amazes me what type of reach we've been able to create with this podcast in just a little over a year. We're in our second season, and we're growing, and we're changing, and we're flexing, and we're adapting. And again, if you have an idea for a topic or you have a question, we can podcast your topic. We can podcast your question. As long as it's about going big, as long as it's about 
challenging the status quo, as long as it's about fighting the infection of average or ordinary in people's lives. This is a podcast for people who are crazy enough to do things that others, well, are simply afraid to do. This is a podcast for people who like to be challenged, who like to be pushed, who like to learn and grow. And with a growth mindset, we will continue to challenge status quo thinking. I mean, we're all infected with status quo bias. We're all biased to think that the way we're doing things is optimal. Well, this podcast is about challenging that. I want to keep you in a perpetual state of positive discomfort. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.